Good morning, Holy Cross, and happy Monday. This is Pete uh, here again with Peter, and we're really thrilled to uh, bring you another gospel reminder. And today we talk about fear and the glory of God. What a great topic uh, to start our week off. Um, hi, Peter. How are you? Hey, good, good. Doing doing well this morning. Good to be with you, Holy Cross. Uh, this is an important topic. It feels like especially today, a lot of opportunity to be filled with fear, I think, um, in our lives. And we want to talk about that as it relates to the glory of God and how that could even be uh, on the, how the glory of God is a Bible's way of overcoming our fear. Um, glory, is, it's another word that's thrown around a lot that's hard to define. But why don't we take a minute or two and just define what it means that something is glorious. Uh, we've talked about this a lot, but what does it mean that something's glorious, that it's filled with glory? The, when the Bible talks about it, it it's uh, this sense of weightiness, this like kind of controlling influence over something or um, hmm. just something that's that's big and and heavy, not heavy in like a somber way, but just uh, significant and really um, overwhelming almost to some degree. Yeah, uh, whatever is glorious, that's the thing that controls our life. That's the thing that influences us. That's the thing whose opinion we matter if it matters most to us. So if we say if someone is glorious in our life, then they uh, their influence and their opinion matters more than anybody. Um, one way we could figure out what is glorious in our life is to ask ourselves, what do you spend the most time thinking about uh, whose opinion matters more than anyone? Um, if you could think about anything, like where does your mind wander? That thing in your life is glorious. It's weighty. It is significant and maybe more significant than most things. The Bible says that God is the most glorious. He's his opinion matters more than anybody's, and he is the most glorious in all the world. He's most most weighty in all of creation. A symptom of a, a low view of God's glory is often fear, uh, fear of man, fear of life's circumstances. Why is um, a low view of God's weightiness often lead to fear of um, in our life? We just live in such a sensory world, in a world where there's just um, we're face to face with people, circumstances. There's there's a lot uh, around us, and um, and I think that's, I mean, that's kind of ultimately what it is. I mean, sometimes uh, when we're face to face with a person, or we have real relationships with people that are um, that kind of have significant um, bearings on our life in the moment, I think it's hard to escape the impact that has in our life. Um, so we you know, have really real time effects of, uh, of those relationships, those people's opinions of us or, or whatever it is that that's right in front of us. Um, yeah, there's no real escaping that. So yeah. Proverbs 29 says the fear of man lays a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is safe. It's what a great imagery of, of fear. Uh, it's like, a, it's like a trap. Um, yeah. And, Fearing others leads us to be susceptible to peer pressure and uh, low self-esteem and being overcommitted and not being able to say no when we should. Uh, fear of failure, you know, we make small lies um, just to get out of trouble or so others will look at us in a favorable light. Um, when, like when God is not glorious, when he's not most influential, then something else has to fill that. 
Yeah. Uh, there, Paul Tripp in his book um, titled Awe, A-W-E, it's really great for anybody out there who hasn't read it yet. I encourage you to do so. And, and he says, where you look for awe or God's glory or glory and, and influence, that will shape the direction of your whole life. And, and so if we don't look to God as glorious and most influential, fear of man in the Bible is described as anything that controls us, uh, anything that controls our emotions, anything that controls our actions, that, that isn't God. And uh, that's that co- the common symptom of, of a low view of God's glory is fear. Yeah, each time we do one of these, I, I feel such a balance of um, just encouragement by remembering who God is in comparison, but also just that, that balance of uh, conviction, too. I just see, as we talk about this, so many different ways that I, I let the circumstances of my life or the things around me really have a lot of uh, influence over me, um, where I just seek to to find something from it that um, is out, outside of God, some sort of level of satisfaction or um, compliance to something that, that's not God. Uh, so we're afraid. There's lots of things that can cause fear in our life. Our, our culture's attempt to overcome this problem of fear through making ourselves bigger is really compared to the Bible's attempt to overcome fear by making God bigger. Our problem is not that we have a too small view of ourselves, but rather a too small view of, of God. Uh, I don't think anywhere in the Bible can I think about um, the Bible wisdom encouraging us um, that the solution to our problems and fear is just to think of ourselves more, but rather to think of God more and more important and weighty. How do we practically, let's talk just a couple minutes about how someone can practically get a bigger view of God in their life and in their day-to-day as they are trying to combat the fear in their heart. Mm. What do you think of? It's important to open our eyes to him and to to look for where he shows himself to us. And, and so we can go to the Bible. Uh, one specific place I think of is Psalm 19 that starts with, the heavens declare the glory of God. And so we see the psalmist talking about that, um, but also reminding us that in nature we see God having revealed himself in, through what he's made. And so we see how mm. big he is in his word and in, um, in his creation. Yeah. We look at him. We acknowledge him. Uh, we see that he is weighty and mighty. Um, the, there's so many things that, that, that uh, communicate to us um, what God is like and who he is, his power, his beauty. And then going beyond just acknowledging him, we worship him, right? We give praise to him for who he is. We um, we meditate uh, intentionally and deeply on God's glory, his greatness, his holiness, his power, his splendor, beauty, grace, mercy, love. All of these things we can, as we acknowledge who God is, now we need to not walk away from that so quickly. But we actually need to slow down and we need to think about those things deeply. Um, we can do that through prayer. We can do that through silence and solitude, through fasting. So one way to get a bigger view of God is to see who he is um, practically and really as he's um, revealed in scripture and then stop and just meditate on those things rather than moving too quickly. And this is, this really is the only thing that's going to lead into trusting God in the midst of fearful things. And trust is really this giving over of control 
of our fear and circumstances to the nature and character and promises of God. And that may feel like a big step for a lot of people, right? We can acknowledge who God is, but then what does that look like then to then take this next step of, of trust um, where fear is destroyed and actually um, peace comes in and we can actually trust God. Maybe, you know, one thing that you can do is, is picture whatever that thing that is causing you fear right now. Um, maybe it can be the fear of uh, coronavirus. Maybe it can be the fear of as a result of just the global pandemic um, and maybe the loss of income, um, loss of stability, loss of um, employment. Um, maybe it's the loss of comfort in your family uh, or, uh, or sickness of a loved one. Whatever that thing you are fearing, now picture God right next to that thing. And, and really, really have to ask ourselves, which of these things is more glorious? Which of these things is more weighty, more important? Is, it, is, is God greater than this? Or is this fear, the thing that we are afraid of, is this more glorious than God? And, and that should lead us to a place of acknowledging, okay, God is, God is more glorious. God is more weighty. Um, what he is doing is more powerful and, and matters more. And and then that can be liberating. So Holy Cross, here's uh, my last thought for you today as you go about your day. Um, our desire is to make God bigger in our life. And so many of our attempts and um, approaches to God are really like a, a self-centered grocery list of personal commands and personal desires. And our bigger agenda when we come to God is really to um, make him appear bigger in our life. And that is the thing that will cast out fear. That's the thing that will give us freedom from our fears is to go to God, uh, meditating on his glory and his greatness, meditating on his uh, reverence and wonder and, and worshiping him for who he is. And when we do that, um, it will work in our heart a deep satisfaction and rest. Our circumstances might not change in the moment, um, but we know that God is uh, most glorious, and it'll 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 uh, affect our hearts, and we will be able to serve Him and others in love, knowing that our approval is not based on our ability to overcome our fears, but our approval is based on the Lordship and love of Jesus. Amen. So the glory of God will cast out fears. Uh, we hope that this is a good reminder to you all, Holy Cross, and you're encouraged. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow um, with some more reminders from God's Word. We're thinking of you and praying for you, and hope you have a great day. See you later, everyone. Go in God's peace. Have a great day, everyone. Bye.